The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone on the East Coast. It's 2 o'clock, and good morning to everyone on the West Coast. It's 11 a.m. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Today we're talking about the Hoffman process with a Hoffman certified teacher, and it's an amazing process. The Hoffman process was founded more than 40 years ago, and it brings into our awareness the counterproductive beliefs and perceptions and emotional needs that we've adopted from our parents and from others who shaped our early life experiences. What happens is that these distortions of reality block our capacity to be fully present and to open to life's real opportunities. The process provides the possibility and tools to finally let go of what is not working and then to move naturally into being a creative force in all aspects of your life. And we have on the program with us today Hilary Illick, who is a certified Hoffman teacher and coach. And as, as a child, Hilary's mother was a therapist and her father was a passionate seeker, and she was exposed to a lot of ideas about religion and art and spirituality and psychology. She's also a playwright. And she took this process, the Hoffman process, in 2000 at the recommendation of her good friend, and now she is a teacher. And when she's not teaching the Hoffman process, Hillary runs Life Matters, a life coaching business. Welcome, Hillary Illick. Thank you, Patricia. Yeah, nice to have you on the program. Yeah, nice to be here. Now, let's talk about... Um, what the Hoffman process is from where you sit. Now, certainly I gave a description, but how would you describe it? I would describe it as uh, a, an eight-day, well, seven-and-a-half-day um, retreat that changes your life for the better. If I had to give it one sentence, that's what I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you want me to and... be more detailed? No, and it does, and I, I certainly will, you know, will let people know I understand this process. I went through it, and it was really, it really is life-changing. It really is um, an amazing process. And my question to you is, why did you decide to go through the exhaustive two-plus-year Hoffman teacher training to become a process teacher? Well, um, when I took the process in 2000, um, Somewhere during the first day of the process, I thought, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to teach this process. It just, I, I couldn't even tell the direct, I didn't even know what was going to happen over the next seven days, but just the energy in the room and the, um, what the teachers were channeling and what they were bringing to the students and the way that they were working, 
just seemed to me to um, have in it everything that I wanted in my working life. It's sort of it's sort of part therapist, part actor, part. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you that. You know, you're a playwright. You've won an Emmy Award. You're a mother of four children. You're happily married. How did the process fit in with your life up to that point in terms of the other learnings that you've had? Well, it's interesting because the the process itself, as me as for me as a student, fit in perfectly. It was. It was because the process, unlike therapy, which I had done and other things which I'd done, the process is experiential. So there are some didactic presentations that happen, but basically all of the learning happens experientially. So I think that's why it's so life-changing, because it engages the human being on all these different levels, not just the intellectual level. And... I wanted to be part of that. I wanted to teach that. But it took me many, many years because of the ages of my kids mm-hmm. um, before I was able to commit myself to the two-and-a-half, two-plus-year teacher training because it was so intense. The training is so intense. And it has to be as intense as it is um, because the process is so intense. What are some things you got just from the training that really helped you in your life? Well, the training, I had heard beforehand that the teacher training was equivalent to doing the process ten times in terms Mm. of the deep and um, escalated learning curve. And I I can understand that description because um, it it did provide a thorough, incredibly deep, exhaustive way of looking at myself, um, not unlike the process. But also, it was looking at myself in service of being able to um, get myself out of the way in order to teach others or lead others to be more who they are. Mm -hmm. Yes, because as I remember in the process, you know, there are times when students will react, they may get reactive. I mean, people in the process, you know, are sharing emotions, and it could affect the teacher. And so you're trained to understand the difference between what they're saying and what, they, and what you're saying, meaning non, not transferring it over. Right. Yeah, the, the teachers, um, it's interesting, it's, it's almost a paradox because the teachers are trained to be more and more and more authentic, you know, to be our complete authentic selves. And at the same time, as you just said, you know, not get in the way of the students or not let our own reactions or whatever's coming up for us get in the way of their process. So how We're there this, for them. How does this differ, Hillary, from coaching or therapy or other personal development work? Well, it has a lot of the components of coaching and even of therapy in the sense that it's a healing modality and that we as teachers are practitioners um, bringing that modality to the students um, and it's different in the sense that we are in the front of the room, um, sometimes giving presentations. Sometimes we do little skits on the first day. There are two little skits on the first day, so we have to be kind of playful or, um, you know, bring a few acting skills <laughs> to yes. the front of the room. And then we also have to... Um, Martial energy, like we're leading, we're leading students into a, a series of 
experiences. Some of them are cathartic and some of them are for um, expressing anger. Some of them are for getting playful. Some of them are for compassion. So there are lots of different moods um, of each experiential piece that we need to be able to, to call forth authentically. We have to call those sides of ourselves forward. When when someone comes to the process, what has been their decision-making process about coming? Um, they get a lot of literature. Um, I know when I went, I got a lot of literature about what it would be. Um, what are the reasons people come to the process? Does it vary? I would say it really varies. And um, one place where the Institute is very thorough and very clear is that it really needs to be the student's own decision. So maybe a spouse might encourage their spouse to go to the process, but unless the person owns it for him or herself, um, it's not going to be effective. So people in enrollment at the Institute are very clear about making sure that people are coming, they're enrolling themselves, they're doing their own homework, so that by the time a student arrives, they're fully, they're fully engaged or they're ready to do it. They're not just doing it because someone told them. Right, which is, which is really important. Yeah, um, but the, the reasons are varied. I mean, you, you asked what might bring someone there. For me, I heard my friend's voice after she did her process in the year 2000. I could just hear some quality that had shifted in her voice. Mm-hmm from before the process to after, and I didn't even know how to name it, but I knew that I wanted it, so I signed up for the process. And I can tell you now later what I heard in her voice that I didn't identify was self-love. Mm-hmm. I could just hear this quality that sounded so appealing, and, it, and now I know it's that she loved herself, mm-hmm. and I wanted that. How can we're going to have a couple more segments, so we're going to take a break now. But how can people find out more about the Hoffman process, Hillary? Well, there's a link. Um, you know, there's a website. There's an 800 number, which is 800-506-5253, um, and it's the Hoffman Institute. And there's a really fabulous website that people can look at. Okay, wonderful. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to Hillary about common fears that people might have prior to attending the process and, you know, how students grow and heal into their authentic selves. How do you walk into the process one way and come out really, as Hillary was talking about, loving yourself more and being more acceptive of yourself and others. So we're going to talk more about that when we come back. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. We are talking about the Hoffman Process, which is an eight-day intensive program uh, founded more than 40 years ago, which brings into awareness the counterproductive beliefs and perceptions and emotional needs that we may have adopted from parents and other loved ones who shaped our early life experiences. And our guest today is Hilary Illich, who is a Hoffman Process teacher. She is also a playwright and uh, an Emmy Award winner. So uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more to Hillary about the Hoffman process. And you're listening again to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Can you hear me? 
your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Saunier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Saunier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. just want to say that Voice America has been around about eight years. I was one of the first people that had a program on Voice America because... I really believe that we can help people turn their obstacles into opportunities and their problems into solutions, and we have to show the positive side of things. And Voice America gave me that great opportunity, and now there are many programs, so take a look at the roster of of other uh, people having shows and other topics because it's all about helping us to grow and make the world a better place in in our own way, in whatever way that is. We are talking about the Hoffman process, which is an eight-day process, and it was founded more than 40 years ago. And it really helps people to bring into awareness the beliefs and perceptions and needs that uh, may not have helped them and that uh, we might have adopted from our parents and others. And those distortions will block our awareness and our capacity to really be fully present and to really uh, treasure and be open to life's opportunities. And the Hoffman process will give us that possibility and tools to let go of what isn't working and then move into what does work and how we can be most creative in our life. The method is infused teaching, which addresses all methods of being and all dimensions of our being, including intellectual, emotional, physical, and spiritual. And when we have that integration of our whole self, 
It helps to create that powerful forward motion and establish a framework for being more loving, mature, creative, and balanced. And with us, we have one of the teachers, and there is one teacher for every seven to nine students. So that's really a wonderful ratio of, of students getting the help that they need. And my guest today is Hilary Illick, who is one of the Hoffman Process teachers. She took the process in 2000 and said, this is really what I want to do. She is also a playwright and an Emmy Award winner, and she is happily married with four children, very busy. Welcome <laughs> back, Hillary. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, I thought it was very interesting how you explained the very intense process that teachers go through because you're dealing with raw emotions here. You know, you were dealing with people that may open up to things that have happened to them in the past that they hadn't faced before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, it's, it, it's raw emotion that could come out. Yes. Yeah, and the uh, raw emotion does come out, and it turns out that raw allowing raw emotion to surface and be expressed is a really healing process. And um, there have been recent studies that show that if we shut ourselves down to a certain segment of emotions, you know, many people might try to shut out the quote-unquote negative emotions, Mm -hmm. but when we start shutting down to our emotions, we end up inadvertently shutting down to our whole emotional range. So by shutting off, raw emotion, we're also shutting off, um, you know, huge surges of joy and rapture, things that we want. But aren't people often afraid of that? You know, they're afraid of really crying. Yeah. You know, really, I mean, there are a lot of people who just, their emotions are very controlled and very contained, and they don't want to lose control. I think you're right. I think a lot of people are afraid of that, and in my own experience, what I witness time and again is people who might open up to or allow the experience, let's say, of crying that you're talking about will also, in very short amount of time, find themselves laughing uproariously with more abandon than they've experienced since, let's say, childhood or maybe ever. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's one of the, the deeply healing um, things that happens when people open up to raw emotion, they open up to their full range of emotion, their capacity for joy and compassion and all the positive things as well. And that's probably one of the common fears that someone has uh, prior to coming is, you know, uh, that fear of uh, having to open up. What do you think? Yeah, well, it's a group process, so it takes place, you know, with other people. And, um, it has been said, not by Hoffman, but I've, I've read it elsewhere, that the human being um, fears public humiliation more than we fear death. Like, it's, it's a deep fear. It's why people are afraid of public yeah. speaking, so many people. So the idea of doing a process of getting in touch with your authentic self and your full range of emotions in the presence of a group can be really scary to people, a scary concept. But then again, there's the compassionate experience, too. So talk about that from the compassionate and maybe sometimes confrontational. Well, um, Hoffman uses uh, the the form. I would not call Hoffman necessarily a confrontational program in the sense there are some programs where the leaders and teachers are confrontational in the typical sense of the word. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the Hoffman 
process is a very nurturing process, and the it's nurturing right down to the meals are nurturing, the food is nurturing. That you know, make we make sure that everybody gets a lot of rest. It's a nurturing healing process. I found so, that I found yeah. that you know as an as an experience. And the other thing that I found that I thought it's so well orchestrated. One of the things that I noted is that if there was something that was a difficult process or if there was, you know, a process where you might cry, then the next process was fun. So it was it was very integrated. I mean, you realize that something was heavy or deep, so then the next the next thing when you came back into the group, you'd play or you'd blow a balloon or you'd do something. So it was it was very balanced in that in that regard. I think it is really balanced and really integrated. I just wanted to say one more thing about that word confrontational mm-hmm. because what the process, what the Hoffman process facilitates is people's ability to confront themselves. And, mm. and by confront, we really mean look in a mirror. So what a teacher might do is, is hold up a metaphorical mirror. You know, they might say, is it possible that this is a pattern that you're in or it seems like you you might be in this pattern. How does that sound? And it allows the student to look at themselves and develop the ability to confront themselves, not with judgment, but just like, oh, yeah, I am doing that, and I want to change that. Mm-hmm. And and that's, that's so helpful. As you said, nurturing is such a key. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that was wonderful is that because of the, of the small ratio of teacher-to-student Students would get individual attention. You know, there was a time when a student would, would meet with a teacher, and I found that so nurturing. Yeah, there's one-on-one time, and um, on the breaks, too, the teachers are available to students for one-on-one questions and concerns or sharing as it comes up. And I don't know, I'm sure that you found this, too, the group experience Almost everyone, if not everyone, reports at the end that the group experience turns out to be one of the many things that's nurturing about the process. Yeah. So on day one, people might look around the room and think, what am I doing in this group? And by the end, people are often or always really sad to leave each other. Yes, I found that. And there are the people are varied. Uh, all different kinds of people from all different kinds of backgrounds from all over the world. We have people from other countries. Yes, it's a very diverse um, group of people that tends to do the process, socioeconomically diverse. Mm -hmm. Um, And what was that like for you? Did you have the experience that even though you're all from different backgrounds, there's some common human experience? Absolutely. It's a common human experience. We all have sadness. We all have joy. We all have love. We all have anger. Yeah. <laughs> we all have uh, parents that were great, parents that weren't so great. I mean, it, you know, you, you can find those common elements for people who take the process who, are, who, you know, we all want to improve the quality of our life. And I think for me there were some, you know, things or beliefs that I knew were holding me back uh, that uh, I wanted to look at. Mm-hmm. And the process certainly does that. Mm-hmm. Certainly, but what are some of the most memorable and positive and lasting changes that you've seen in the work that you've done with students? Um, well, it's funny because today is the day that I have been on the phone most of the day with the group of students from the most recent process that I taught. So 
it's fresh in my mind as I'm hearing all of them speak today um, about the changes that they notice. I notice that self-love or self-acceptance um, is very prevalent and that um, people seem to be more forgiving of themselves and of the people in their lives. And they, they're all kind of uh, expressing wonder about that. Or even if I spoke to someone today who had lapsed back into a negative behavior that he had hoped he never would would do again, and he was so able to um, forgive himself and look look with a more neutral view at his behavior, which he then said allowed him to drop it again, to drop the negative behavior again, because yeah, he didn't get I judgmental. Think if it was one word, if you ask me what would be the one word, you know, that the one aha that I got from the process, it would be awareness. Mm-hmm. Awareness. Even though I was aware before, it's a much deeper level of awareness. Yes. Yes, I think that's true. And again, and the love and support that you get from other people. Is, is really a wonderful thing to see that the group come together, you know, essentially strangers at the beginning and at the end friends. Yeah. And did you find that that um, allows you to see all, all human beings are uh, as potential friends? Yes. Yes. Yeah, somebody was saying that. And it was interesting to see different people's perspectives. Yeah. You know, which is, and, and, and to see... Again, it's underneath that to their kindness, their love, you know, their generosity of spirit. You know, it, it didn't matter, you know, uh, if they dressed differently or if they acted differently because you saw beneath that. That's how. That's how what I saw. Uh, yeah, I think I hear that a lot, and I think I think what the process does is open people up to their essence, their essential self, and or we were calling it authenticity earlier, and I think when people move beneath their behavioral patterns that they learn from their parents and their parents learn from their parents, they move away from their pattern behavior, they're moving and they move inwards towards their more essential self and their authenticity, they find, we all find, that we do have a very compassionate heart and very loving, generous impulses um, that are innate to who we are. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's a very special experience. It is, and it's very moving to, for me, it was very moving to go through the process and go through the teacher training and tap into that in deeper and deeper ways in myself. It's also incredibly moving to witness groups of people get in touch with with these parts of themselves that, Many of them had an experience since childhood. Um, some people report that they feel more loving and more playful even than they did as kids mm-hmm. at the end of their process. Yeah. So I love watching people um, reclaim their essential self and love their essential self. Get into their into their childlike self. Yeah. All right. My guest is Hilary Illick, and she is a teacher of the Hoffman Process. You can log on to Hoffman Institute. Org. Again, Hoffman's Hoffman Process, founded more than 40 years ago, really helps us. Uh, it's an eight-day process. 
and it helps us to bring into awareness the beliefs and perceptions and needs that we might have adopted from parents and others that really aren't helping us. And uh, sometimes these distortions will block our reality and our capability to really be fully present and get what we want in life. And that's what this eight-day process does. I've experienced it. Um, I think it's amazing and transformative. And I'm very happy to talk about this on the program. HoffmanInstitute.org. Again, my guest is Hillary Illick. When we come back, we're going to talk more to Hillary about the process. Log on to HoffmanInstitute.org. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. My guest is Hillary Illick. And she is a teacher of the Hoffman Process. And the Hoffman Process was founded more than 40 years ago. It is an an eight-day program. And it brings into awareness all of our beliefs and perceptions and emotions, or as many as as we want to bring into our awareness, that we've gotten from parents and others who shaped our life early on. And many times this blocks our capacity to be present and to be open to life's opportunities. 
and uh, it's a model that brings in infused teaching. It gives you tools to get le- to let go of what isn't working for you. It addresses four dimensions, intellectual, emotional, physical, and spiritual, and looks at this integration of our whole self. And it's a very powerful process. I uh, have it on the East Coast and West Coast. I'm on the East Coast, so I attend it on the East Coast. And uh, it's eight days, and it's a... Uh, it, it's very powerful and very life-changing. And Hilary Illick, as I said, is a teacher of the Hoffman process. She also runs uh, her own business called Life Matters. She's a life coach, and she's also a playwright and has won an Emmy for her, play, for her playwright work. Welcome back, Hilary. Thank you. Actually, the, I won an Emmy for um, a til- something I wrote for children's television. It wasn't for a play. Oh, Okay. Great. But anyway, just a minor correction. That's all right. Um, now, in the methodology of the Hoffman, which is infused teaching, which addresses these four dimensions, intellectual, emotional, physical, and spiritual, explain what those are. Explain those four different dimensions and how the Hoffman works with them. Let's start with intellectual. Okay, yeah. So the Hoffman, um, the Hoffman Institute calls those four aspects the quadrinity, mm-hmm. quad, quad meaning four. So... The intellectual self is the part of our self that expresses itself through thought, through thinking, opinion, judgments. And many people, many Americans are hugely familiar with their intellectual self. Um, the intellect in many Americans is running the show, doing all the mm-hmm. thinking, um, planning, analyzing. Aren't we kind analyzing. of taught that in a way? Isn't that kind of, we go to school, we get educated so we can be smart and know everything. Yes, and but what happens in the quadrinity is if the intellect becomes dominant, the other aspects of the quadrinity don't get their full say. For example, another aspect is the emotional self. And the emotional self expresses itself through feeling, through emotion, and You know, if the intellect is dominant, it might be telling the emotional self to stop feeling, to stop having all these inconvenient emotions and to keep doing and keep producing. Uh, That's a common scenario inside the American mind. Um, And so the emotional self actually has a lot of wisdom to share with us. How we're feeling is like a navigational system. It tells us how we're doing. What's working? What's not working? And how do we know that by how we feel? We know that by how we feel. And at the Hoffman process, we give people a list of feelings because it turns out many people, not all people, but many people don't know how they're feeling. Mm -hmm. They might say they're feeling good or bad, but actually that's an intellectual assessment, like the feeling. You know, I have to tell you, Hillary, Hillary, that I printed out that list of emotions and I actually sometimes carry it with me. I find it amazing. It lists negative emotions as well as positive emotions, and there are many that you don't think of. Yeah, it's, and, it's, so, it's so lovely to watch people consult that feeling list. If you ask someone, how are you feeling, some people say fine, and there's mm-hmm. an expression that fine is an acronym for feelings inside not expressed. Mm-hmm. So if you hand them a feeling, a list of feelings and say, really, how are you feeling? And they look at the list they might say, actually, I'm feeling astonished, or actually, I'm feeling disconsolate. I mean, there are many words. Or I'm nervous, or I'm anxious, or I'm scared, or I'm sad. Yeah, Yeah, I'm 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 happy, or I'm joyous. Yeah, Yeah. I'm peaceful. 
Um, so that's the emotional self. And then a third aspect of the quadrinity is the body, which is the physical self. And the body expresses itself through sensations. So we might have excitement in the body or energy or lack of energy. We might have pain. The body gives us important signals through sensation. And in an integrated quadrinity, we want to be paying attention to all four aspects. So we know what we're thinking. We know our thoughts, our opinions, our judgments. We know how we're feeling, what our emotions are at any given time. And, and then there's know, the spiritual. Our, I want our to go to the physical feeling, again because you know what our I've gotten very are. in touch with the physical, and I had an encounter recently with someone, and um, all I can tell you is the next morning I woke up with a sore throat. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, my throat was on fire, mm-hmm. and I said, "Oh, I knew exactly what it was from." So my what, body was from reacting. the interaction. Yeah, my body was reacting. Amazing. Yeah, now, the, the body is. The body has so much information for us, and many people after the process report that they've really started tuning into their body, like you mm-hmm. just gave an example, and taking care of their body. Yeah. And also, you know, the practice of yoga, which is so popular in our nation today, is the practice of getting in touch with the body as a means for getting in touch with the spirit. And in the quadrinity model, the spiritual self is the fourth aspect so there's yeah, the intellect. Talk about emotions. that. Talk about the spiritual. Yeah, aspect. the body and the spiritual self. And your spiritual self is your essence. It's the part of you that's unprogrammed. It's your capacity to feel awe and wonder and compassion. It's your wisdom, your creativity. And this this is the aspect of us that we really want in charge. Sometimes I think of the quadrinity as a car. So the body is the car. It drives us. It moves us around. And the intellect and the emotional self are in the back seat, neatly buckled in. They're not fighting. They're collaborating. Maybe the intellect has a map and the emotional self has games for the car ride. And then the spiritual self ideally is at the wheel, driving the car, leading the quadrinity forward. Mm. It's a great process, you know, for all of us just to really look at those four aspects. Mm-hmm. In in the spiritual aspect, doesn't it's not necessarily faith based, right? It's not necessarily religious. It is not religious. It's not. It's non denominational. The spiritual self is present in every person of any religion in any age. It's it's the part of us that's deeply intuitive. So give us an example of how you might respond to something from your spiritual self, Hillary. Uh, the spiritual self is the part of you that's compassionate, that's merciful towards yourself and others. So in a scenario, you know, your emotional self might feel angry and your intellectual self might feel, feel judgmental. I'm using a negative example. And the body might feel tense and uptight. It's your spiritual self that might say, okay, I see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling uptight. I'm feeling stressed. I need to breathe mm-hmm. and, and make a new uh, plan here. I need to come up with a different... The nurturer of yourself. Yeah. And it could and also be getting self- information from a higher power or God or, or in that sense, too. Yes. The spiritual self, it, depending how you want to look at it is the part of you that's linked to divinity or grace. Mm -hmm. You know, many people have an experience where they just have a sixth sense about something. They 
They have an intuition. That, that's your spiritual self. Mm-hmm. And it's also the part of you that leads you to all things healing. Mm-hmm. That's your spiritual self that wants you to continue healing. Great. Well, one of the things, we have about three minutes left, so one of the things that I thought was so helpful for me, and you might want to talk about it for a minute, are the tools. You have different tools you teach people, whether you have a tool called recycling. You have different tools that, that people can then take home and use so you don't lose the process when you leave. Yeah. The process, the Hoffman process, right, the, the actual experience of being at the process is itself transformational. And then the methods that are used at the process are called tools that people can use on their own and do use on their own, and they're tools for deepening compassion, for creating a vision for your life, for changing um, an uncomfortable or a negative uh, behavior pattern into a positive alternative. And you also have follow-up so that after the process, Students often follow up with each other by writing to each other, but you also work with your teacher afterwards. Yes, teachers are available for ongoing coaching through the Hoffman Institute and available to coach students on the use of the tools and whatever might be happening in their life that they need help with. Mm -hmm. And that's very helpful. I want to say that I took advantage of that, and uh, I found the coaching very helpful afterwards. Yes, and there, sometimes, there are many sometimes we have to programs. practice. You know, we forget some of the tools if we don't practice. Yeah, yeah. So, so Hillary, we, we're about out of time. What is the message you would like to leave people about the Hoffman process in terms of being part of it, coming to a workshop? Um, what would be your message? Well, I think that the Hoffman process is one of, if not the most loving gift one can give oneself. It's a week-long retreat um, of coming to terms with one's childhood and integrating the four aspects of self, emotional, physical, spiritual, and intellectual. And as you said, it's done in a retreat form, so you, you stay overnight and all of your meals and everything is covered. Mm-hmm. And it's really an immersion. I mean, no phone, no, yes. no Internet. You're there to really grow and learn about yourself and to share with others. It's true. It's a full immersion into self. It's a guided tour of the self and, and of coming to terms with your childhood and moving into your spiritual self as a spiritual adult, mm-hmm. integrated. Thank you, Thank you so much, Hillary. And how can people find more about the Hoffman Process? Well, there's a website at www.hoffmaninstitute, all one word, dot org. Hoffman is H-O-F-F-M-A-N. And there's an 800 number, 800-503, no, 800-506-5253. All right. I want to thank you so much, Hillary, for being on the program. Thank you. Yeah, it was great. Stay on the line. Hillary Illick is a certified Hoffman teacher and a coach. She's also a playwright. And, again, you can log on to hoffmaninstitute.org. I will say uh, that I highly recommend this process. I've been through it, and I think that uh, it can only help us, uh, whether or not you have an issue or you're happy in your life. You can always learn more and grow. And uh, it's about um, positive living, which is what this program is all about. So, folks, remember, uh, hoffmaninstitute.org. 
stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin Positive Living. Have a wonderful week. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 